and we're live to the bracket richest choice editions welcome back to another episode <laughs> oh god i'm sorry it just uh. <laughs> welcome to the bracket a podcast where we take our favorite films and have them battle it out to see which one will reign supreme has anyone ever asked you what's your favorite movie and you had to think to yourself i can't pick just one here at the bracket, we're here to settle it once and for all. Each episode, we'll have two films battle it out. We banter, we bicker, we battle Star Galactica. We are your hosts, Francisco and Rich, and our tiebreaker, the producer who must not be named. 64 movies, only one winner. On today's episode, we have 300 versus Man of Steel. In the blue corner. Coming in at 71% on IMDb, it's 55% on Rotten Tomatoes from director Zack Snyder. This movie won a BAFTA for Kids' Choice Best Feature Film, uh, MTV Award for Best Hero. The director of Sucker Punch, writer David Goyers, also credited with The Ghost Rider. Weighing in at 2 hours and 23 minutes, we have Man of Steel in the red corner. From, also from director Zack Snyder, director of Martha! I'm sorry, I mean Dawn of Justice. <laughs> SAG nominee for Best Stunt Ensemble, 7.7. This is why I never win. This is why I never win. Sorry, we'll take that again. Just keep going, just keep going. 7.7 on IMDb, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, weighing in at 1 hour 57 minutes, we have 300. So, opening thoughts. When was the first time you saw Man of Steel? It was actually very recently. I want to say when uh, Batman v Superman actually came out. That's when. Yeah, I forgot. To I well, not not dates. not when it came out, but right before because I wanted to watch it just to go see Batman v Superman. Right. I didn't get on board with the whole um, other Superman films. I never saw the originals. Right. I never saw the one that was back in 2009. If you're wanting feedback, this is where you're going to get it from real like film critics. Mm -hmm. They swear by Superman 2 like it's the best superhero movie of all time. And the, the original films? The original film, superhero, super, Superman 2, that came out. I, okay, I lied. I haven't, I haven't seen them completely. Uh, spoiler to anybody who haven't seen this, this, the originals. I've only seen the part where he flies back and turns the... <laughs> the, the, the Reverse this time. Exactly. Flash Which, out. it could have been something, we could have had it gone against uh, last week's episodes, which was all time traveling. Let's talk about time travel movies, Jesus yeah. Christ. But, let's not, let's, let's not go there. I, uh... First time I saw Man of Steel was the summer after it came out, I saw it on DVD, or probably Blu-ray, but I, I realized the first time watching Man of Steel was it wasn't a Superman movie. It's like Hancock. You have a superhero who's an alien to the planet because he's the only weird one. And it's very much a coming-of-age tale for a superhero. But they only try to call him Superman once in the whole movie. And a lot of the movie is just his journey from being a normal kid and trying to hide his abilities to being the, the hope for the planet. But at no point was he doing Superman-esque things. As in, like, being called Superman. Oh my god, it's a plane, it's Superman, all that shit. Like, that stuff never happens. Oh, it's well, very much him finding himself. This is, like, one of the best origin story superhero movies I've ever seen. Well, okay, that's... Okay. 
Um, we can get into a Marvel DC debate. No, no, and, and we will. Uh, as, as I see things pan out. Um, I think why it, it was... it was I don't disagree. I, I, I think I only heard him say Superman's like almost at the end. Amy Adams tries to say it one time. But and I, then I, one of the dudes in like the military were like, they're calling him Superman. I think it's, it, it's, it. it's because they were trying to line out their their DC universe, it was it was basically Superman trying to you know start start the whole engine that Marvel's been doing for for a, ten years now. Right. Um. So I think that's why they they chose that that route of like just going with Superman. Um. You know the, the alien that you call him. I I don't hate Men of Steel. To be honest, I, I don't like it as much, but uh, it's it's one of those movies that if I see it on TV, I I can sit down and watch it. Yeah, it's it's not the best movie, but as an origin story alone, it's fantastic. Because if you compare it to other Superman movies, it doesn't really compare because they're not the same hero in in the different like the Superman that came out in two thousand and three. I want to say it came out mm -hmm. with uh, uh, that other girl. I can't remember her name right now, but. With Kevin Spacey mm -hmm. as, as Lex Luthor. Oh, God. That, that's a completely different superhero. That's not even Superman compared to this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, Man of Steel just literally plays him as an alien who's coming to the planet, and then the planet calls him Superman later. I, I Something that I, I was always hoping for that Man of Steel did provide was a little bit of what was going on in, in Superman's planet. Uh, Krypton. Krypton. I always wanted to know a little bit more about that just because... It's a whole civilization that just looks like Earthlings. Yeah. And um, weird that they all speak English. Ex right? Exactly. That's <laughs> every, every movie. Everybody speaks English. Don't worry about it. It's blame Trump. White privilege, bro. White privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I, I did like that. There is a lot of things that the movie did right. So how about it? One. Uh, I'll, I'll compare it real quickly to Three Hundred. Okay. When it comes to the conversation of who had the better dad. You have 300 where the dad's literally like, get out of here, you teenage kid. Go bring back to Wolf's Head. Mm -hmm. And then in Man of Steel, he literally has two of the best dads of all time. He has right. Russell Crowe being like the ghost dad and, and literally like saving his life. And, and he trying still to has teach him how to do it. Too. And then Kevin Kevin Costner's dad on uh, uh, Jonathan Kent on Earth, who's literally like, you, you can't let people see your powers. Like you have to, like they won't accept you, that kind of guy. And being very understanding. And even like the scene where uh, where the, like, the tornado's about to happen and... and Clark is giving his dad attitude, like, you're not even my dad. Right. And he's like, yeah, I'm not, but, like, I'm the best you got, so, like, let's do this. Like, I, let's keep it cool. Yeah, I think it has to do a lot with what you mentioned on last week's episode about, um, more, Morty's dad standing up to, um... Morty's no, dad? No, Morty's standing up to, uh, to... Biff? Biff and... and George and... George and Morty. Yeah, and that, that really set up how, how their kids grew up and stuff like that, so... For for big characters like these, which, which is like Man of Steel and um, Jared Butler's char character, um, you really need to see where they came from mm -hmm. to see where they're going. Just because they're they're a really influential character in in their story. Mm -hmm. I always like to do things I missed in a movie, but Man of Steel is so cut and dry. There's not really much you miss. You can yeah. say a couple like cameos of a Wayne Enterprise tower or yeah. Like I never I never there's a LexCorp there's a LexCorp uh, gas truck that oh, explodes. Really? So uh, Zod at one point during the big battle kicks the LexCorp mm -hmm. truck at him and explodes, and then he flies up a building and it's a LexCorp building. But like, 
Not really a lot. See, of, and, and, and not, that's, not main story points that you miss. That's the, and that's, you're in that universe. That's stuff that I respect in a movie when they throw the hints, but they're not so in your face. Yeah. That's something I like because Marvel just doesn't care anymore. They'll they'll throw twenty Easter eggs, uh, five are at your face. Mm. Stanley for sure will be in the movie, mm-hmm. and it's it's. it's you guys it's, never seen a spaceship before. Exactly. Um, but if you throw nice little subtle hits that I have to rewatch the movie just to catch them, mm-hmm. I can give you some respect on that. Yeah. You know, um, maybe that's that's why. Like, I'll, I'll rewatch them. How about the cast of Man of Steel? How did Henry Cavill do for you? Henry Cavill did great uh, as a. He pisses me off. His arms and, and chest are so big. In that opening scene, he's like jumping out of the water with his little shorts after he. Uh, so you're mad at him because he looks better. Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, that's He's, Superman. He makes all dudes oh feel God, like I don't want to even want to hear the critiques you're gonna say for three hundred. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> oh, it's coming. No, but if Harry, I, Henry Cavill. There's literally one scene where you see him like completely just like shirtless, mm-hmm. and he's just like muscles on top of muscles, looks like a bodybuilder. Yeah, that's gonna piss you off. I mean, what have you ever seen a scrawny Superman? I'm not saying he's supposed to be scrawny. I'm just making. You're, a, you're, you're hating him for for. for, for I'm just making. Jokes about you know how physically fit Superman is, you know, it's fair, right? It's super fair. I mean, Superman. He's he's an alien. Got everything handed to him. What about, you know? what about the rest of the cast? Amy Adams. Did you like her as a? I don't. I, I don't hate the cast that. Um, but I don't love him either. How's Amy Adams' character? Lois Lane. Yeah. You. Jesus Christ. It's. I mean. Which. Was she good or bad for the movie? She was neutral, I think. I don't. Uh, it's it's Louis Lane, you know. She's there. Louis Lane is there when when. when I hate that I'm talking about the movies uh, after Men of Steel, but Louis Lane is kind of there just like to save Superman once in a once in a while, or to be saved. That's all she's there for. She's either to be saved or there to to save someone, and that's it. Yeah, she kind of her character in this movie kind of annoyed me because. She has the, the, the background, the, the PI, basically background as a journalist to, to search more into these problems and find out who he is. But what was the connection to, to Henry Cavill's character that he never met a girl that he liked before he met her? That's, because, that's because you haven't seen Smallville. No, I'm just kidding. But I do love <laughs> right. Smallville. But in this movie, <laughs> it shows him just blowing off the chick at the diner, like one of his jobs that he worked at with the truck, with the truck stop. Um, you see him just... You know, trying to mind his own business. And the second this chick, like, finds out his name, he's like, yeah, you're the one. Obviously. And you're like, why? Because he's a cute redhead? Like, there's, there's no... Yeah, that's, that sounds like a There's no excuse. other There's cute no redhead. other person he's ever been connected to except for his immediate family until this one girl's like, you're the weirdo guy. And he's like, well, obviously, we have to be in love now. It's a really weird, like, jump to conclusions where they were, like, automatically a romantic couple in the movie. And I... Uh, all superheroes have that romantic side of them, but this one just kind of annoyed me because they didn't even have any interaction. I, I, I do see what you're saying because if you see, uh, let's say, Iron Man's character, he, you know, he's, he's there flirting. You know, he wasn't raised in a barn. Right, but he already had that connection with Pepper, Iron Man did, where he, him and Pepper were already friends mm-hmm. and you saw the relationship building. This one, you don't even see the relationship building when the, in the aliens drop in, they're like, Lois Lane's the only one who knows where Superman might be. And... When Superman puts himself into custody, he's like, I only want one thing. Let Lois Lane go free. You're like, what the fuck do you care about her? Like, you, you barely know her. You saved her life and left. I think... I'm going to make this argument just because I can make it for both movies this episode. It's a Zack Snyder thing. Probably. It, it's, it's a, it, it has to be. 
where it's like it's either I can make this little lovey touchy scene where they meet each other and why Superman is uh, um, in love with this person, or I can cut that out and have an extra five minutes later to destroy every fucking building uh, at the fight with Zod. That's, that's in the negatives. So let's keep that. No, I'm just, I'm just saying like that's that's what he focuses on because destroying the Metropolis. Yeah. That was like 15 minutes. Bro, it's an hour. Okay, let's. I was. It's it's no, a it's long fucking time. So. I th I think that's why like that's where her focus points mm -hmm. were on I don't care about this you know this but little side chick. She's a second noted character though. It's Henry Cavill, it's Amy Adams, and it's Michael Shannon. Those are the three highest paid actors in the movie. Well, maybe not highest paid, but Russell Crowe and and, and Michael or not Michael. Who am I thinking of? Kevin Costner aren't the main cast. The main like from point A to point B story is Amy Adams, Kevin, Kevin, Jesus Christ, Amy Adams, Superman, Michael Shannon. Those are the three characters that are continuing on to the whole movie. So for her to just be like a throwaway romantic interest, when she's supposed to be Lois Lane, she's supposed to be this badass reporter, they give her a few moments at the beginning of the movie, but they never establish their relationship, and that's always going to annoy me. It's, it's, the whole, it's the whole setting up with uh, the DC universe. You what about Michael Chan? Do you, you like don't... him as Zod? I don't hate him, but I don't love him. But I think it's one of those, like... More than one actor could could have done that that scene, I or that, that not that scene that character. Um, he's he's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, doesn't really bring much to the table. Doesn't really take a lot of it from the table. He just he came, he did his job, he left, he cashed his check. I think he's he's an underrated actor, but there's not a lot of roles for him because he's never going to be the starter. Like he's never going to be the star player, mm -mm. but he can be a really good like side piece. He's always a good uh, side character in the movie. I'm trying to think of another movie where I've seen him, and I I, I know I've seen him he's in, in Pearl other Harbor. movies. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he is in Pearl he's Harbor. He's in a bunch of movies. Um, yeah, I think uh, seeing always as number two doesn't really help his... He's usually not even that high. He's usually number five. <laughs> I really want... No, it's not... Let, let's, let's give Zod a little more, more talk time. Because... He was cool. I like the scene where he gets tied up. Like you're on, you're kind of on his side where where he's just taken over because he knows the planet's dead, mm -hmm. and he knows that the way that they're doing things isn't the right way to do it. So I'm kind of on his team, when it, like mentally, like I understand what he's what his thought process is. Mm -hmm. He's not just you know I'm here to rule the world. Like he's like I'm trying to save my world. Mm -hmm. Like my world's already dead. I'm trying to save it on on just gonna take over your planet. Mm -hmm. You're not the being that I am, so you shouldn't be alive. It's like stepping on ants for him. Yeah, like he just doesn't care. I did like that scene where. They they showed how how a new like planet will affect their bodies and stuff like that. Right, that was kind of cool. That that was really cool. Um, I really wish they would have done that with Superman as well, just because um I was like, oh okay, I know what's happening to Zod. Like for like. I think they did do it. With Superman. Did they? I I don't think I don't remember catching it too strong. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, I just there's the movie's good. Um, Man of Steel is really good. I just feel like. The storytelling wasn't really there for a, for a couple scenes. What were some of your negatives about uh, Man of Steel? Um, like I said, Lois Lang, I don't really feel like she was there. Uh, not that she was there, it's just that there's no point for her for her being there. But mm -hmm. it's a Superman movie, so you need to have her there. That's something that I I disagree with. But the it's a beautiful movie, you know. Like a lot of a lot of those complaints. In my eyes, get overshadowed by the quality of um. What's the main thing you hear about Man of Steel nowadays, though? What's like what everybody complains about with Man of Steel? Do you hear anything? No, not really. No. I, th I think a lot of things are just getting you know pushed aside. 
and it, it, it's it's just a hate on the whole the DC the, the franchise right but Man of Steel I think is super underrated because it's if you look at it as a separate movie without the Batman storyline later on mm-hmm. and without seeing Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Man of Steel is its own movie is is very close to, to flawless as a superhero movie no I, and, and, and you're right on that it it is better than the than um, than Justice League and and Suicide Squad. I don't know if it's better than uh, Batman v Superman. I do. I didn't like that movie. I did enjoy that movie. I don't. Um, I don't hate on any of the DCEU. It's just it's on a different scale. That's all. I don't go into those movies thinking they're going to be Oscar winners. You know what I mean? I go into them just looking for a fun time at the movies. So mm-hmm. when I see Suicide Squad and I'm like, it was kind of funny. There was a few characters I didn't like. I'm like, it wasn't terrible. But no. people look at me like I'm fucking crazy. No, I, I, I also enjoyed Suicide Squad, but I thought it just the movie got carried by. Uh, it just got weird. It got really weird. It got weird. That's what, the, the biggest thing. is like, eh. it was, They were trying to do something new. They were trying to do something dumb. <laughs> so my biggest flaw with Man of Steel, though, is the, the big battle at the end is literally an hour long. It's like a Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have a one, literally two sides of the globe are being attacked at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he has to solve both problems by himself because the DCEU doesn't exist yet. But... Basically, his whole way of solving them is just being really strong and flying through a robot machine. Like, he doesn't use any sort of brain power. He's just like, well, I guess i got to fly through this now. Well, and he explodes if, it. If it worked for The Incredibles, it has to work for him as well. Fair. That's fair. I mean, that's, that's the only argument I have for that. But there was no, like, there was no stakes to it. Other, I mean, the people were, were dying on the planet and everything. Mm-hmm. But there was no real stakes for him. Like, he's already Superman. He was never really at risk. So that's the biggest... Like, whenever anybody complains about Superman... There's like, how is he ever going to lose to anybody? You see Batman versus Superman, you're like, Superman wins every time because he's Superman. So it's really hard to create stakes for a character that can't be killed. No. I want to say that the difference between Marvel and DC is that DC gives you more characters that, uh, more human characters, I want to say. Like, in, in the movie, now I'm not saying every DC because it does get pretty fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But you get Batman, you get Superman... And they do show you a lot of more, more human characters, even though Batman's a human himself, but he's obviously a ninja. Um, but they they do show you what what they don't want to lose, you know. And it's not anything about them; it's it's their families, it's their loved ones. And I think that's what they're focusing more on these movies. Because what in reality, what is what is Superman really gonna lose besides the love of his life or his mom or his dad? Like he's a fucking he can't be destroyed. And he can shoot Laser lasers beams. off his eyes. Like, he, he's set. You know? Yeah. It's just... I get that the planet killer was coming, and he was trying to prevent that from happening. Mm-hmm. But I just never felt like... Even if the planet exploded, Superman would be like, Alright, cool, I'm gonna go fly somewhere else then. Like, I'm always on, on like, Superman's really never gonna die. Mm-hmm. So it's a big flaw with his character. Um, Zod, you know, brought him out to space and made him breathe the Kryptonian mm-hmm. oxygen. And that was causing a problem? Or the atmosphere, sorry. And that was causing a problem, but like for the most part, the whole battle on Earth was just a lot of explosions and a lot of millions of people dying, just for the sake of Zack Snyder to make a few mm-hmm. more explosions. He went full Michael Bay. Yeah. Um, the scene like where where the Daily Planet comes down, mm-hmm. and you see uh, Michael Kelly and, and Lawrence Fishburne and that one girl all like in the rubble. It was another one of those moments similar to uh, uh, can't think of the movies, but. 
where there's a side character who's in, in peril that you know is going to live. And that always annoys me too because it's just, you're creating fake stakes. And superhero movies do that a lot. I like to know that there's real consequences for actions. So if you have millions of people die in Metropolis and three people from the, from the building are completely fine, they're a little dusty, you're like, what the fuck? How'd that even happen? Do you, do you think it's harder to make a super uh, a Superman movie? Is it h harder to make any other superhero movie there is? I think is the, I mean, other than no name superheroes, right? But of like the big like ten superheroes, I think he'd be the hardest one to make. Yeah, I, I agree on that as well. And um, that's never mind. Cause then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna start talking about Infinity War and stuff like well, that. Well, it's a DC problem. Their 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 universe is they're trying to copy Marvel's universe, and it's it's never gonna work that way. It's never going to work that way. They have to be their own thing. I've, I've been on board a long time that Marvel needs to do their thing and DC needs to make a horror universe. Because mm -hmm. that's what they are. It's, it's, a, it's a dark universe. Yeah, they, but not dark in the way that like Dark Knight was dark. No. Dark in that like there's there's real... You can't, just, you can't just dim the lights and call it a dark movie. That's what they try to do with Batman vs. Superman. You need to keep it like... Okay. You need to keep it where the threat is a real... Like it actually scares you. That's why... One movie does it so well, and why other movies don't. I was never really scared of Zod. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with the villains in that universe. You have horrifying villains in the DC universe, where you have like not only horrifying villains, but they 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 do let you know why they're doing what they're doing. Um, Zod does that. Yeah, but that's that's one. And look how many other villains you've had on that franchise. I think we're we're getting a little carried away. No, you're good. I was thinking, I'm just trying to find a, a character in the DC Universe that I can make this metaphor work with, but I can't. I'm thinking, like, maybe Riddler or Two-Face, if you make them a horror villain and make the movies scary rather than just jokey slapstick comedy. Two-Face, maybe. Riddler is another one that you really have to give him, like, a lot of... But he can be anywhere. That's always Riddler's thing. Yeah, but if you don't execute him in, in, the, in the good way, mm -hmm. you're just going to have a guy that likes to tell riddles here and there. Um... Yeah, he's tough. It, it, it's tough. tough. It's tough to make a good villain. Um, it's near impossible. That's why I say making a movie is fucking hard. Making a tough villain is even harder. But what about the... Uh, how about music in this movie? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Hans Zimmer, too. Yeah. Hans Zimmer's score for Superman's Flight. Fantastic. I, I, I dare you to listen to that while taking a jog. You're going to run five miles an hour faster. Am I? Really? Swear to God, it's so good. Hans Zimmer is, well, I think what the issue is, is he's so like, he feels like background noise, mm -hmm. but it's actually pumping you up and you don't even realize it. Maybe. I so, just... li listen to the soundtracks of movies, like, especially uh, Hans Zimmer movies, you can hear his soundtrack coming a lot, like, almost like you don't even hear it and all of a sudden it comes in hard. So Dark Knight has Hans Zimmer as a theme. Okay. And you know Joker's theme every time you hear it on mm -hmm. the radio. Not, not on the radio? I would, not I would, I would hear love, it on the radio. I would but, love what they had it on the radio. No, I see what you mean. Best quotes. What's a good quote from Superman? With great power comes great responsibility. Nailed it. Great Scott. <laughs> I can't think of it. Yeah, no, neither can I. How about memorable, like memorable scenes? Like he has a few good moments where he's saving the people on the on the bus and he's saving the people on the oil rig, but there's nothing really like yeah outstanding. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's not a movie that that you watch for for what they're willing to say. It's more of what they're doing. That's. What you're there yeah. for? You know, it's 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 a Superman movie. You want to see him do Superman stuff. Um, yeah, that's weird. I can't think of any super memorable quotes in that movie. Did you guys oh, oh, what's that symbol? St it's, a, it's an S. 
And he goes, oh, it's my people's symbol for hope. So, well, here... It's an S. <laughs> and then I always think about when I see his... That conversation is the Pete Holmes uh, TV show. Oh. For hope. Something for... Yeah. I can't remember. Fucking... Hope starts with an H, H, stupid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well done. Yeah, Superman doesn't really have a lot of uh, memorable moments in it, apparently. Did we... I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. In our bracket, did do we have Superman and Batman be Superman or no? How do we? Be, well, how do we came to that? Because I like Man of Steel a lot. I don't like a lot Batman better than. Superman, yeah. Hmm. I think. I think I like Batman. Be, not. Not that it matters in this show, anyways. But. <laughs> um, <laughs> nobody listens to me, anyways. But. Hashtag three listeners. Yeah. I hope they're. I hope they're on my side. Right? They're, they're probably like, on your we side. We love you. You know, we agree with everything you have to say. You're so un. I don't know. Um, three hundred. What do we got? Yeah, let's move to three hundred. I, I don't know why I'm. What's your? Ha- I'm having the. What biggest, was your uh, opinion the first time you saw three hundred? The first time I saw three hundred, I hated the movie. Um, I I don't I don't know why, and and I was young too. I was. I, know, I was in high school, and I remember I was like, this movie's dumb. You right. know, it's it's back in an era where like swords and sandals. Exactly, um, I was like, "There's no way some of the some of the goblins or whatever those monsters they had. It's, there's no way those existed. It, this movie's not, you know, like I I don't know. I was finding everything to hate on that movie. And once I matured, and you know, I, I was like, I was like, "Hey, this movie's great." Mm-hmm. And once I over, it grew a lot over me after after a couple couple times watching it. The most recent time watching it, I thought to myself, this is just a workout video. Like, you're watching it, and it's just a bunch of dudes being men, mm-hmm. doing man shit. It is a... It has to be... It, it's a manly movie. It's... Yeah. You know? It, yeah. And then they, they try to do the Lena Headey storyline, where she's, like, being the one to convince the, the council towards mm-hmm. the end of the movie that she's gonna, you know, cause change. But I always have uh, an issue with that back when you have those type of movies, because I don't know what the Spartan ways were but she was the only woman around so I think, no, why, I think why is it all the women get shit on except for her because she was married to the king right but every other woman was getting shit on like there's, there was no respect for women on any other basis you had the weirdo creep guys up in the tower and then are you, you saying in the movie or back in that time in the movie in Sparta specifically you never had other women being strong characters only the queen Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, I don't know Spartan history, so don't quote me on it, but I just don't know how it works, so I'm wondering if it was a story point to let the queen be the one making that speech. Like, did queens actually have that kind of power or pull? Or was it something where the movie just said that they did? Because no other woman was allowed to talk, basically, in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I just take it like really weird when I watch it, like, why was this even happening? Then they all turn on her, they do the whole... Um, Try to seduce me and stuff like that. Where not like, that part, but the uh, when she's in the the people they had like the mob mentality where the one douchey guy was like she's obviously like a whore like there's no reason we should be listening to her Mm -hmm. and then they're like yeah she kind of is huh and then she kills him they see the gold on him and then the whole mob turns turns again to her side we're like wow that guy was a traitor and a scumbag and they all just go traitor 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 you're like this is a really convincible mob well it it has to i'll take the back about like married to the king because they obviously had a democracy you know, um, did they though? Yeah, or did the movie just say they did. No, no, they did. They were they were pretty advanced in their um, Spartans were. Mm-hmm. They they had a okay. democracy for sure, but at the same time, it like they they were, 
the people in up. But he was top. the king of, of Sparta. There's no way it could be democracy if he's a king. What's no? There, there's there's a there's a form of democracy with um. Maybe I'm not saying it's like it's like ours, but I, I know they had something in place. Right, but I've always been I, I, I don't even know if he was called a king. Yeah, because they called him, they well, it was like my the king. She has to be. Yeah, I just know they had democracy. I don't even know if they really talked about it a lot in in the movie. They probably no, they did a lot. They had a lot of politicking mm-hmm. with the weirdo guys up on the tower mm-hmm. and the the wise men inside that room that weren't that wise that were really just a mob. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. Ugh. I know, there's a couple of weird history references that, they, that they're that they making that I just don't know if I buy 100%, but it's the movie mm-hmm. magic, so we have to go with it. What about your uh, your favorite moments? The fighting scenes, obviously. They're, you know, they're the slow-mo cutting someone's head or slashing someone's chest or this and that. I, I, I really did enjoy it. It's one of those movies where you can just turn off your, your brain and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, as, as I'm doing this, it's like, it's really tough to put a Zack Snyder movie against another Zack Snyder movie. Because they're so similar. Because they're, they're both, so similar. They're like, both Frank, Frank Miller comics, too. Yeah. So they're very, very similar storytelling. I, was, I didn't notice it until last night. Uh, there's a voiceover in both Sin City and, um, what am I thinking of? 300. 300. Oh, right. So, I'm sorry. Man of Steel isn't a Frank Miller comic. But Sin City in 300R, and they both have the, the Frank Miller like voiceover over the top, and it's just a weird reference that they make during the movie, because you're hearing the, the story told from a different point of view than the king. Mm-hmm. And of course, you don't notice it the first time, you notice it later on in the movie when the, the guy hurts his eye and he has to leave, mm-hmm. that he's the guy telling the story. Zack Snyder movies are very similar in tone. Very he's similar. trying to hit the same beats, and he's trying to do slow-mo action and crazy action, and he's not, he's not the best director. The more I think about it, the more I, I want to say it's the same movie. 300 and Man of Steel? Yeah. Uh, you're tripping hard. Am I really, though? Yeah. Like, think about it. Both, you know, both men of power. Different Pure, power, but power. Hero's Tale, though. Hero's Tale, continue. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. It's just the, the same the same thing packaged in a different, different, uh, right. different um, you know, wrapping paper. You know what I noticed? But Sorry. just for... But it's just because that's how the way you have a story being told. It's it's just protagonist, something bad happens, and this and that. It just happens to be a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah, there's only about eight stories that have ever been told. They're mm-hmm. just told with different yeah, characters. Yeah, exactly. Um, what I was thinking, though, that this most recent time watching 300, I never noticed that when he's having that fight with the wolf at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. you're hearing the voice overall creepy, and he, he finds himself going backwards into that cave, mm-hmm. and you start to realize it's like the hot gates scene where... He knows he's outnumbered with the wolf. One on one, he won't <laughs> beat the wolf one on one. But he knows if he lures it into into the hot gates, basically, the wolf gets trapped in there and he gets to kill him easy. Mm. Which is the same I didn't approach. Catch that. The same exact approach he uses on the warriors when they have him in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. They know the numbers don't mean the same when they're in that little tunnel. Mm-hmm. It was really cool because I thought about that as I watched it this last time. Did you notice? And I can't remember his name. So I Michael Fassbender. Yes. Yeah. It sticks out like a sore mm-hmm. thumb now that you yep. watch it. Now you've seen it. And Especially I, once he, he goes to die, I was like, do you want me to use my, my Magneto powers to save us here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I thought... I, I could rip off all of his jewelry. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't catch that, but he wasn't as big back then as... Oh, uh, God, no. Fucking... Well, he... To me, his big claim to fame is Days of Future Past. and No, mm-hmm. not Days of Future Past, but uh, First Class. X-Men First Class. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That was the first time I ever saw him, and I was like, geez, this guy's a monster. Yeah, and, and after that, he just blew up. Yeah, in 300, he's kind of just yelling the whole time, which is kind of the the acting issue I have with the movie. 
the best scenes in the movie, acting wise, is just Gerard Butler and or a couple other guys going, "We're gonna win this battle." Mm -hmm. And you're like, cool, we're going to win this battle. But when you see him like slow the moments down and like actually talk to people, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Gerard Butler is not a beast at acting. He's not winning any Oscars anytime soon. No, so. he's just a good action character. Um, but I, I'm not... He's I, gotten better, though. He's gotten much better in his newer movies. Which I, one? I didn't see Geostorm, so I can't say that one. But I would say the, uh, the not White House Down. Is that it? Olympus Has Fallen? Olympus Has Fallen. That no. one wasn't bad. He was he's that one playing wasn't a bad. monster character role, but... He, he was actually believable a little bit. Did you see the second one, though? London Has Fallen. I shut it off. Oh, God. I fell asleep in the movie theater. It was that bad. <laughs> it's, I've, never, I've never done it for another movie. That's but funny. The, but uh, London Has Fallen. That's funny. It's, it's just not a, not a good movie, though. I fell asleep during that Miss Peregrine's movie with Eva Green, where it was like the X-Men class, but it was like a weirdo universe that, mm -hmm. that Tim Burton did. Yeah. Big negatives on 300. Big negatives on 300. Some of the things I, I liked first. I thought you already did, my bad. Did we? I thought you already did. But you were saying the action in the slow-mo. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, the cinematic, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something I really enjoyed. What was the story? How believable is the story? You know, it's 300 men against a, a, a million... Um, but they don't win. No, of course they don't win. It's like the Alamo. But the fact that they even have a chance, and I get it, it's Sparta, they're... they're um, Mentality. Yeah, their mentalities kill, and they have so many strategy strat, strategies of how to, you know, kill the mm -hmm. the the opponent. But at the end, it's it's three hundred people, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it can only go so far. But like I said, it's one of those movies where you can just shut your 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 uh, your mind off and just watch it and just get in, get in, get in the get in the moment. It's a it's a definite dude movie, mm -hmm. and the reason I like the the three hundred part. You never anticipate them actually winning. Like, you know it's a losing battle. So that's why I, said, I referenced it to, like, the Alamo, because you know there's, like, a hundred dudes on the Alamo, and they, mm -hmm. they lasted, like, six days or some shit like that, mm -hmm. just because they had the right position. And it's kind of another similar thing to Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you guys both seen it recently, but the Helm's Deep scene, they only have a few hundred troops, and they hold back 10,000, basically, mm -hmm. until the rest of the army arrives but all they're doing in 300 is is delaying the inevitable so sparta can do whatever they need to do to rally their thirty thousand troops mm -hmm. and i thought that much of it was really cool it's a dude movie they knew that they were making the sacrifice okay you gave so much shit uh henry calvo for his muscles uh let me hear for your for your um... no i don't mind him i it's literally henry <laughs> in 300 i don't mind it why not because it's because it's they were so comic book feel in 300 like you know everything is being exaggerated to the point where you literally see like a, a goat smoking something but it's, it's actually movie. it's actually very um don't don't say it well no that's that's how they were the spartans that's what they cared about they're, they're fucking they're, beans their physique bro. like no no i'm being that serious the spartans were all about being tougher being stronger being right but cutter. there wasn't enough food there to be that jacked out of control Literally, they were eating, like, berries and roots and shit. Yeah, but it's a Zack Snyder movie, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, like, but, like... They, up. they were probably super beasts, but it wasn't because they were on steroids. It was because they didn't have that much food and they were working out all day long. They weren't going to have abs that went further than their, like, nose. You need to you need to have a lot of protein in your diet to figure that one out. Even The Rock can barely pull that off. I'm, Are you saying the Spartans work out more than The Rock? Yeah, they were eating wolf meat. Maybe. <laughs> Eat a lot of wolf? I mean, maybe if I did, I'd be jacked up. Maybe. 
I don't. I don't mind it. Three hundred. Where's the nearest wolf? <laughs> I gotta go kill it. <laughs> For the facts of the podcast, I think the the movie in three hundred. It's it's not a big deal to show off their muscles because it's a comic book. You want your superheroes to look like monsters. Same reason that Henry Cavill can look like a monster in Man of Steel. It's just really like the only scene you see Man of Steel shirtless is that one scene. So it sticks out like a sore thumb. Three hundred. They're walking around. Right. No. That's that's all they have. With their fucking like bikinis on for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Digs. Digs. Soundtrack. I think it's easy. Man of Steel. Honestly, three hundred. I can't remember who the I, no, the music is. I, I I didn't pay attention to the soundtrack at all this time. It's, it's an action movie. You know, there's 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 not a lot of. Man of Steel's an action movie. I know they're action movies. Like last week, you had Interstellar, and it has little touching moments where it's like, oh, you know. Hey, daughter, I'm never going to see you again. And you're like, oh, shit. But in this one, it's like, I'm, like, I'm just trying to be hyped, you know? I'm trying to see some blood. You know? that happens with the music. We can do a, a soundtrack breakdown later on. I'll show you the difference. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Man of Steel had a great soundtrack. By far better than 300, I would say. But 300 had a lot of, like, uh, crazy hype-up moments in the movie where the soundtrack helped out a lot. Because mm-hmm. especially with that slow-mo, you need a good soundtrack to keep that... that Intensity. I can see that. I can, I can see what you're saying. You need to have the crazy drums come in and, and make it seem like almost like a rock video. Mm-hmm. That's why I say it's it's a workout video. An hour 59 of the movie is basically, I need to be that man. Mm-hmm. I need to be like, no surrender, no backing down. By the way, this is Sparta. That line gets so much shit. Like, it gets made fun of all the time. You can't walk past the pool without mm-hmm. somebody being like, this is Sparta, and kicking somebody into the pool. Not only the pool, it's a set of stairs. Right? But in the, <laughs> in the movie, it's so dramatic. When he says it, you're just like, wow, they can't believe America shit on this line so bad that it's almost a throwaway. And in the movie, it's so well done if you're actually paying attention to what, like, is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because basically, I don't know how many people catch that on, because, like, the first time... The first time I saw the movie, I didn't catch on what was going on and wh- why he got kicked into right. the pit until, like, you see it a couple more times. They were getting asked to, you know, be slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, either you you join us now or we're going to come kill you. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, it is a good scene once you, you yeah. see the... Best quote for by far. In, yeah, in no, I, I agree. Movies, by those two movies. You even have the one later on in the movie where he goes, this, tonight we dine in hell. Uh, like, super good. If you heard somebody say that in public, you're going to laugh at them, though. Let's talk about the cast for both movies. It's tough. There's not a lot of great actors in these movies. Amy Adams is probably the best actor out of any of them. Maybe maybe Lena Headey. But the Fassbender, too. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of great acting, though. And there's no dramatic moments, really. This is actually a movie. Yeah, there's no, there's no moments that really hit you emotionally in these movies. You can say maybe the moment where he gives the necklace to the, the one-eyed guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, bring it back to my wife. She'll know what it means. Like, that's the closest you're going to get, really. To, to an emotional moment. But I, but one thing was Alexander. Well, he doesn't no. try to fake it on you, though. Uh, you're, 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 uh, you're missing that scene when they, they chopped off the head of the son. And he's, like, going crazy. Yeah, i give you that one. That's, that's it wasn't a, great acting, though. That was just a freak-out moment. I mean, fucking, he's got his fucking head chopped off. It was war. <laughs> it's war. It happens. <laughs> Walk it off. No, I'm not saying walk, but it wasn't like a uh, an emotional, um, like a build-up. It was just very, like, intense. Where it was like, he's dead, and all of a sudden this dude's going apeshit. He literally says he's, like, going blood red mad, some shit like that during the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he would. But that's not that's not uh, great acting to me. That's just him freaking out and 
continues to kill people. He was already killing people. Now he's just has an angrier face on when he does right. it. Right, and a couple tears. Yeah. I don't have any big moments. That, well, what about references now? Because you have the DCEU for, for Superman that that's connected to. What about references nowadays to 300? You just had that, uh, that new 300, Rise of the Empire. It came out a couple years ago. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate that movie. Uh, in my eyes, it, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. No, I actually saw that at a theater as well. But it's it's kind of those movies that they just wanted to keep making money off the franchise. So they were like, sure, let's throw the same scenario, and you know, now we'll make it in the water with you know a different actor. Yeah, we'll just do the same thing. Yeah, one thing with that movie was they had a, in my mind, they had a better cast because they had Eva Green, mm -hmm. and they had uh, can't remember the guy's name now, but they had. Uh, more, it, it had a better storyline for the main actors. The action to me wasn't as good. But I don't really love action in these Sword and Sandals movies. Why? They're just not my kind of movies. Like, I don't, I never get excited. Like, those Wrath of the Gods movies or Wrath of the Titans movies, I've never been excited to see those. Mm -hmm. They're just not, like, they're always slow-mo kills. They're always doing incredible things. And you can just see, like, how many times they had to, like, I look at it as, the from the viewer, like, they had to shoot this from, like, six different angles. Mm -hmm. And it's the same dude just flying through the air. So that always so, kind of annoys me. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember them really putting the idea in your head that it was just 300 men for the second one. It uh, wasn't. They had the whole army. Was it? Is that when they go into war? Oh, okay. Yeah, I I can't remember. But I, then I was always thinking about it, like, do I like any of these weird sword and sand movies? And I thought of Troy. That's a Troy is great. Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a lot less... Um, slow-mo kills it has a lot more story points, i was just gonna yeah it, a lot more emotional moments it does have a lot more of connecting with, with each yeah. each character which when like one of them dies you you feel a loss As yeah in, when you any of these people die is like oh well you knew they were going and you know you're gonna die regardless yeah not it's not really my genre but I, there is a couple really good ones 300 is by far the best one that's not troy though of all mm -hmm. of those other movies like the wrath of the titans movies those are pretty rough yeah, it's hard to tell a story um, about like it's mystical. That's the real issue, because it's it, anybody who's watching it, they have to take their it ha they have to put glasses on. Like this is a comic book movie, mm -hmm. almost a dark comic or a graphic novel movie. You can't look at it in the same vein that you look at a, an Oscar bait movie. So it was a good matchup to have these two against each other. Yeah, and the fact that they're even on the list, you know. Yeah, there's some honorable mentions that made the list for sure. You guys ready to vote? Yeah. Right. What are the categories? Best moment, biggest flaws, cast overall, best quotes, got your rating before, your rating after, soundtrack, story, and present day reference. Present day reference, I think the DCU, even though it's shitty, it's probably the yeah. the more relevant one. Yeah, I don't think nobody's talking about 300 besides us right now, so. Nailed it. <laughs> There's definitely somebody in the chat room saying that DCU isn't as bad as they think it is. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know how, how much longer Henry Cavill is going to be Superman. There's rumors they might be getting rid of him. Really? Mm -hmm. With the whole Flashpoint the remix and go back in time and change up who the actors are to save money. It's a good way to get rid of Ben Affleck, too. I mean, it worked for X-Men. It did work for X-Men. So Until they came out with uh, Apocalypse and everybody said, stop doing that. We don't like these movies anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't understand the hate on that movie, either. I don't like Apocalypse at all. What? I don't like Apocalypse at all. I like First Class. It's my favorite X-Men movie. Yeah, no, it, it is better. But I, I, I didn't mind it. Apocalypse has the same problem that no other newer movie that comes out with. You cannot be that overpowered. Come and wreck shit and expect me to care. Like, 
Spoilers? <laughs> so best moment, I think, has to go to 300. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. It just has better, better um, cinematic scenes. I mean, it's... There's it's, no great moment, really, in Man of Steel, the more I think about it. There's no, like... Well, it's basically Superman against Superman at the end. So, right. you know, it's... I don't know. There's just not a lot... See, I like Man of Steel for the ride, but I don't have any moments that are like, I can't go out. Like, I have to catch this moment while I'm watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Versus 300, if I'm watching that, there's a couple battles. I can't pick one off the top of my head, but... But uh, a lot of It catches of my attention mm -hmm. better. Biggest flaw? Biggest flaw. One and a half hour battle scene at the end of Man of Steel. It's so unnecessary. And every every movie that came after it? No. Nailed it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say the, the how long Man of Steel is is the problem. Mm -hmm. It just it just condenses itself and comes to Yeah, because like, how, how long did we say it was? Two hours and 20 minutes for yeah. Man of Steel? Yeah. And, and we can't find any memorable quotes or memorable moments. Well, I, I mean, it. I could say like the, the first scene where Superman flies. It, it plays the score, so that's. But really how many cool times have we seen that though? Like, how many times have you seen a Spartan kick ass versus Superman learning to fly? Fucking almost. I didn't watch Smallville. But you saw every other, you know. You didn't see Smallville. No. <laughs> so bad. No, that that show got pretty creepy too. Like season eight. So I say biggest flaw for either of those movies though is gonna be Man of Steel's fight scene at the end. It's just way too long. Mm -hmm. right. Cast overall. That's tough. It's really tough because nobody's extraordinary in either I, of those movies. I'll say 300. I was going to say 300 just because, like, now I know that McNeil's there. You know, it's like, okay. Well, I'll just I, say performance-wise, Gerard Butler's performance was better. Although his, acting, although his acting wasn't better, his performance was better, if that makes sense. Because you, you... Here's the thing. Like I said, he's not winning any Oscars, but he owns that character. Mm -hmm. Alright, I think I know which one's is going to the best quote. 300. Yeah. 10 times so out of 10. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so then soundtrack. I'll say Man of Steel. I'll agree with Rich on this one. I... <laughs> See, you're just like the viewer. Alright. I'm just like Jose. No. <laughs> Who's Jose? Who is Jose? <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Um, story? 300 for sure. In my. Ah! Uh, no, I'll say, I'll say three hundred. I'll say three hundred. It's a wash. They're both good in their own way. They're so different. Alright. Present day reference. It's not really a voting point, but it's Superman. Yeah, it has to be okay. Superman. Alright, and then let's have. What is your rating before? First time you saw Superman, First, Man of Steel. I said it was like an eight for myself. I was gonna say a seven. Then for the first time, the first time I saw three hundred, it has to be like a three. Yeah, I didn't like Superman. I actually didn't really watch 300 all the way through until, like, this week. I realized that as I was watching, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember at all. Wow. So I'd say the first time I, I probably gave 300, like, a 5. But re-watching re 300... Right now, I'll, I'll give her... Give her. has to be a... I'll yeah. give it a... I'll give it an 8.3. I think 300 was at, was at 8.2 for me. And then Superman was at... Eight point three or eight point four. You think it, now seeing the rest of the movies that came after Superman, does that make it a better movie or a worse? A, wor a worse movie? Because the rest yeah. of the universe is shit, so it makes it feel like this movie makes doesn't. It, makes matter. it like it's supposed to be bad. Well, no, but not not that. Is that it shows that the stakes in this movie don't really matter, because all the choices that are made later on, 
just belittle this movie. It makes it feels like this universe doesn't matter. So it's kind of like the way I feel about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's. Mm-hmm. I love those Spider-Man movies, but nobody liked the second one, and they just stopped making the third yeah, one. And I, they stopped I, making that universe. So I'm like, well, why should I even watch the first one? I tried. Like, it's watching, a decent movie. But I tried watching the second one, and I wasn't even twenty minutes in when I, I was like, yeah, I can't watch this. He just sounded too. Yeah, it's, it's its own thing. But like I was saying, because you you immediately followed up the universe with the Tom Holland universe, mm-hmm. those Spider-Man movies don't have the same weight. So when right. you have the DCEU and you're thinking about getting rid of Henry Cavill, it makes this movie not feel as good. Because you might be getting rid of him. Yeah. I can see what you're saying. Bernie, what's your vote? 300. For sure. If you say fucking Man of Steel and it wins... No, I'm trying to, I'm trying to justify my pick, but I just don't... I, don't... I don't know why I like Man of Steel better. Me neither. As, as we were talking about it, I'm like... Why is it even here? Like, did we run out of, uh, like, like ideas while we were, were naming our top six? Like I said, the Sword and Sandal movies just aren't for me. The Sword and Sandal movies, sorry. They just aren't for me. I just don't like them that much. 300's the best one. Mm-hmm. What are you going to go with? I'm going to pick Man of Steel. Man of Steel. God damn it. I don't like being a tiebreaker. Yeah, I don't like you being the tiebreaker either, dude. Okay? <laughs> Let me have another week of uh, (laughs) horror. Write it down, man. The thing is, we should be unbiased in our views. That's why I try to stay on the positive on both movies. I mean, but yeah. My flaws flaws on Man of Steel are are very apparent. I fucking hate that one-hour fight scene at the end. But but it's still a bracket at the end of the day. You you know what? I changed my pick. I'm picking 300. Nice. That one, Wait, hour, that one hour fight scene annoys the fuck out of me. It's, no, it's really bad. It's annoying. It's, it's really fucking bad. And how about another flaw? When he finally does kill Zod inside the train station, Lois Lane comes running into the building. Bitch, how the fuck did you know where we were? We were just flying around the fucking planet. Because it's the only building that's still standing upright. That's right? why. <laughs> she just went there to find some fucking... Just, it's like, oh, they're not going to come here. Yeah. Right, hold on. So, so you just changed your mind. Yeah. Man of Steel to 300. Yeah. Alright, so 300 wins. Yeah, yeah we don't need to. <laughs> For this one. Right. Yeah, that one that one fucking battle scene at the end. No, it's, it's really bad. That's it's why so I said long, it at the beginning. Dude. It's it's really fucking bad. What was annoying is I was like, alright, they're just about to start this battle. It was the, the girl and the big monster bad guy were about to fight Man of Steel in Smallville. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll pause it real quick. There's probably 30 minutes left in the movie. It literally is like a minute 10, an hour 10 left. Yeah, it's I'm like, get the fuck out of here. For what? Just to see some CGI Superman floating around? Like, give me a break. I did I did enjoy, though, that he broke his neck. Um, because it, it's such a difference from what Batman's doing, where, like, he won't kill, to, like... Tell that all the branded Batman out there. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're not... They're not listening. Um, you know what I just watched recently? The Ring. I watched The, the Ring last night. Oh, God. The, Dude, the original, the original Ring? That movie's still so good. It holds up. Well, that's good. Well, with, with I don't think I've seen it. Watch it. Okay. Just watch it. I had Bailey last night saying, I want to watch a scary movie. And I tried to put on... Uh, I was trying oh, to put are we on, still recording? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I yeah, was I thinking about doing like either it or something else and just being like, giving her like the first scare of a movie that we should be done with it. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that The Ring has kind of a slow burn to it, so there's not really a 
horrifying moment until really the end. She never made it to the end, but like, oh. I could just tell. Spoilers! Gosh, they would have just said I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. The movie's been out. Yeah, no, no. I want to say that came out in 2002. You should have seen Rich's face. He was so mad. (laughs) Spoilers in the ring. Hey, I'll let you know how the Bible ends next. Nice. (laughs) Okay. Right, well, let me give you the movie for the next one. I'm going to get closer to the microphone so people can hear me. If you had to vote, what have you picked? For the the one? I was going to go with 300. All right. Nice. Because I, yeah. Okay, so clean sweep. We can put that in there. We yeah. can, you can put that in there. Well, like, I was just, I was thinking about going back on my vote right now. Because I really didn't like the first, maybe, hour <laughs> of 300. The, the, this is Sparta is, like, literally in the first 15 minutes. I know, but that's the only good moment. Everything else is him being a weirdo talking to the, I didn't like that they had that, uh, that naked scene. That's what I'm talking about. It that was so, so it was, yeah, it was like, we didn't need that in there. But it's still a better movie. I'm, this, is like the, this is like the only week I've, I've won, so I'm not trying to convince. But the incest too. scene too is just super, not incest, but like all those dudes were incestual with each other. Mm-hmm. And that's how like they came to power, they just didn't let anybody else get in there, so they're all incest babies and it's just super gross. And I just don't, like the first, until it gets to like the real battles, I didn't like that movie at all. It's too late, man. You already voted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Well, it's already, it's already decided. That's why I asked. All right. All right. So, all right. So I'm going to give you next, next episode's matchup. It's going to be... The fight of the spiders. So we have Spider-Man 2 versus Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh. This is pretty easy for yeah. me. Yeah, I already know what you're voting. So. I'm, I'm guessing you're going with Spider-Man 2? No. What? Well, let's talk about it next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dun-dun. Yeah. <laughs> right. This was the bracket. Uh, join us next week if you want to hear more. Uh, leave us comments. Give us a five-star rating if you liked it. Uh, share it with your friends, share it with your mom, share it with your mailman, share it with his mailman. Try to get this show out there. I'm trying to get more opinions on these movies. Um, most of this is for the fans. I want to know what everybody's thoughts are on all these movies and the argument. We just want to argue. That's it. We like to argue. So, I was Rich. And I'm Francisco. And catch us next week. This was The Bracket.